And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as harvest is at the three-quarter mark. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. The harvest across Saskatchewan was slowed this past week by cool, wet weather, but remains well ahead of normal. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says combining has reached the three-quarter mark. Well, provincially, 75% of the crop is now combined. That is only up about 10% from last week. It still remains well ahead of the five-year average of 58% for this time of year. And why was it delayed? mostly due to the cooler conditions as well as many areas of the province actually receiving rainfall. Tell me about the progress of harvest by region. The southwest leads the province with 89% of the crop now combined. The southeast follows with 86%. The west central region 74%. The east central region 72%. The northeast region now has 53% in the bin and the northwest follows with 46%. And by crop progress of harvest? Most of the winter cereals, as well as the lentils, have now been cleaned up, but 97% of the field peas, 88% of the mustard, 87% of the durum, 83% of the chickpeas, as well as the barley, 76% of the spring wheat, 65% of the oats, 64% of the canola, and 33% of the flax have now been combined, and 30% of the canola is swathed or is ready to straight cut. You talked about rain. Who got rain? A little bit everywhere. Uh, Certainly... Rainfall last week ranged from very small amounts to even 36 millimeters in the Carnduff area. So while most of that rain did happen in parts of the south, it did actually set us back a few days, but most producers were able to get back into the field very quickly. And there was some rain this week as well in the Regina district and surrounding area. That's right. We've heard anywhere from a couple tenths to even an inch or two in the province, all depending where you were. For some producers, it will actually slow them down a little bit. But for the most part in the south, we are mostly waiting on some of those later crops to actually mature. But the rain overall has been very welcomed. What's the topsoil moisture rating? At the moment, topsoil moisture on cropland is rated as 21% adequate, 37% short, and 42% very short. On hayland and pasture, it is 16% adequate, 36% short, and 48% very short. How are yields and grades looking so far during harvest? Grades have been good to excellent for the most part. We've had minimal issues with disease as well as with weathering, causing things such as bleaching and staining and sprouting, uh, things like that. Crop yields, of course, vary greatly across the province, all depending when you were able to seed and, of course, how much moisture you did receive. So for the most part, yields are still about average to below average, although we have heard many reports coming from the south of crops yielding much less than normal. And in particular, some of those crops were canola, soybeans, lentils, and even some of the durum crops as well. But are you still expecting an about average crop production? Overall, provincially, about average, yes. Certainly, as we move more north, they did get a lot more moisture, uh, so yields have been better. But for those of us in the south, certainly the moisture ran out way too early, and we are now really seeing those effects. What were the main causes of crop loss this past week? Uh, The past week, of course, some strong winds uh, did blow some swaths around again, uh, the lack of moisture, and we did have some frost. Uh, For the most part, the frost damage should be minimal, as most crops were advanced enough. However, we may see some damage in some of those more immature crops. Any more grass fires? We've heard a few reports, actually, of that. Certainly the rain last week and earlier this week will help, but there are parts, especially in the southwest, 
area of the province that are certainly dealing with a lot of a fire risk again. And there were more cases of farm machinery contacting power lines again this past week? That's right. There were six incidences of farm machinery actually contacting power equipment last week. So the total since September 1st is now 16. So SAS Power does urge anyone who has come into contact with electricity to seek medical attention immediately, even if there are no signs of injury. And of course, we always urge producers to be extremely careful when using equipment around power lines. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Markison, New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit markison.com. This week has been proclaimed as Biotech Week across Saskatchewan. AgWest Bio President Wilf Keller says the farming industry has received significant benefits from the biotech sector, including higher-yielding crops with greater tolerance for weather extremes and crop diseases. Well, I think it's really uh, very important to raise the awareness of what the industry and what researchers are doing as in, also in the public labs like the universities and government research to really generate knowledge, technology, and products that have tremendous potential around society, around economic growth, and sometimes we just don't focus on the what it is that's being done in such uh, an effective and, and productive way in this area. Focus on Saskatchewan now for me. What do you see as some of the key things, particularly let's start off with agriculture. What do you see as some of the key things for agriculture? Well, I think what we're seeing, what we have seen is, is certainly improved crops from the point of view of yield and, and quality of these crops, uh, most definitely, in, including a range of new products such as uh, the Arctic apple, which uh, doesn't turn brown upon being sliced. Uh, so I think this we're, we're really at the dawn of many more developments that can come to assist not only the farmer but also the consumer, but particularly from the farmer's point of view, it's a around yield, it's around protecting the crop from diseases and pests, and producing a quality product that has uh, international demand. And we do see these kinds of applications from the biotech industry. Do you have any recent examples you could give me? Well, I think that, you know, we keep citing canola as a good example because of the yield increases that have been generated through biotech. For example, hybrid varieties have really changed canola, and this is a good year to actually talk about that because canola yields were surprisingly high uh, considering the drought we had in much of the province. And hybrids tend to tolerate environmental stress better. So there's an example. Uh, the modification, the change of the oil profile to make it better for human consumption and nutrition by high, having higher levels of desirable fatty acids or desirable oils uh, for cooking, for salad dressings, and so forth. So uh, those would be a couple of examples that, that I could cite. I mean, we don't grow that much corn in Saskatchewan, but it is an area of growth, and we are seeing varieties that tolerate extreme climate much better, disease resistance, and I think that those would be ones we'd be building on. Soybean is a crop that's starting to gain more attention on the prairie, so it's not only improving existing crops, but introducing new crops as well to the farms of Saskatchewan. Now, what about other areas of the economy? Outline some of those highlights. 
Well, I think that uh, you would be able to, for example, in the area of environmental remediation, improving the way we can use bioremediation or organisms to, con re to clean up contaminated sites, to improve water quality. That is an area where you use microbial or, or bacterial technologies for those improvements. I think that is most certainly a growth area. Uh, the use of uh, products such as fibers that come out of our crops to turn them into polymers, to turn them into materials uh, is an area that we can see industrial growth so that we've got biological-based industrial goods for sure. And coming back to the farm, again, we didn't talk about livestock, but improvements made in vaccines, improvements in genetic testing of livestock most definitely. Then there is the area of biologicals, the use of biological ingredients that companies such as Novozymes are marketing to improve the ability of crops to uptake nutrients and make them more efficient in using nutrients and thus reducing the amount of fertilizer that's required, and it improves the whole environmental piece. And lastly, we were always concerned about climate change and carbon management, and this is an area where we can see future growth to be able to sequester and store more carbon in the soil through natural processes. We're only touching on the surface of that, but I would, I would predict that this will be a big opportunity for Saskatchewan farmers down the road. Saskatchewan is home to about one-third of Canada's agricultural biotech sector. Market Update brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Feed barley rose $12 at $151.29. Oats fell $8.95 at $139.16. Number one red spring wheat increased $1.52 at $223.12. The rest were unchanged. Durham $267.62. Canola $459.34. Flax 439.25, yellow peas 267.54, and feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up five and a half cents at six dollars twenty-seven cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn livestock auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of September 19th. We didn't have a regular sale here in Weyburn last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Heiferettes sold from $0.85 cents to $1. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.85. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.75. Cents. And Good Butcher Bulls sold from $0.95 cents to $1.08. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here in Weyburn on Monday, and the market is shaping up to look pretty good for the fall. For the calves, 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.27 and sold up to $2.40. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.29. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.29. 
550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.08 and sold up to $2.29. Heifers are about 35 cents back from the steers. For the yearling side, 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.14 and sold up to $2.17. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $1.99 and sold up to $2.11. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.92 and sold up to $2.11. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.76 and sold up to $2.07. And heifers were about 20 cents back from the steers. This has been Stephanie Day reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,300 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 115 to 137 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 5,800 head, selling a range of 113 to 136 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up three basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2273. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 80.96 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continued their relentless decline yesterday's trade as packers continued to fill all of their weekday capacity while dropping their cash bids. USDA slaughter data suggests that the three new plants in Minnesota, Michigan, and Iowa are starting to add more capacity as the estimate for the daily slaughter has climbed about 5,000 hogs, more than the highest daily slaughter seen last year. The heavy supply of pork that is hitting the market is pressuring prices lower, but traders are still relying on increased export sales to clear the added inventory. However, there are no indications yet that export sales are climbed to help with the added supplies. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eavestroff, specializing in 6-inch eavesdrops for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestroff.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, the high 16, the low 3. Tomorrow, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 8, the low 2. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 12, chance of evening showers, the low plus 5. Sunday, rain with a high of 10, the low 4. Monday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high 12, the low 2. Tuesday, sunny, the high 16, the low 4. Wednesday, sunny skies, the high near 17 degrees. The normal high is 16, the normal low is 2. The sun rose at 643 this morning. It sets at 659 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 15, Saskatoon is 8, Swift Current 9, Weyburn is 15, Yorkton is 14. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 12, that's 54 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 16, humidity is 54%, the barometer rising 100.9. Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw, 11 degrees. Winds are from the west-northwest, 17, gusting to 28. Once again, Regina, cloudy in 12. That's 54 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.